Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Send your anniversary special radio show. Everybody, Cannabis Kids, Silver Sisters. Morning, everybody. Away we go. All right, folks, we are doing this from my telephone. So I apologize if it's cutting in and out. That's all we have. That's about it. So you can hear me. I hope so. Uh, but anyway, welcome to our 10-year anniversary super special radio show. We are so excited. I can't even believe it's 10 years. Check this book out, guys. Remember this sucker? Oh, my God. We've got the biggest binder. What is this? A four-inch, three-inch, four-inch? And it's just filled with uh, <clears throat> different interviews we've had over the years. Right now, and all 10 years of interviews, but that was a lot. <laughs> so it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> we had interviews, news, history. Remember, we did a whole section on history. We had strain reports, product reviews, events, we had commercials, and our closing uh, statements. 
Mm. The very beginning of the interview, it was all nothing but hacks and coughs. Remember, he couldn't, he had to go, I don't know if he was smoking or toking. Yeah. But he just was like, Wah! And then, remember, it was just the start of the CBD craze and the hemp, hemp craze. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And we were trying to ask him, what do you think about CBD and hemp? He was like, no! <laughs> no! You need the whole plant! Oh, God, no! <laughs> Cheech and Chong on, but stupid Channel Seven in LA got the got the drop on that one. It was they sent us posters, they were signed, they sent us certain animated video, which we weren't allowed to play in the health center because it was dirty. <laughs> but we were gonna have lunch. But we're still not playing your video in the health center. <laughs> That was weak. That was law enforcement against prohibition, but then it went to, well, they changed the name, but I have got police stuck in my face yeah. forever. It, it, law yeah. enforcement. But his stories are oh, amazing. But he, that was really. Yeah, undercover drug. Amazing. Drug. Oh, my God, I'd love to hear how back on to hear those stories. Yeah, that, that was um, awesome. Still, the very first episode, very, very, very first show is probably one of my favorites, which always makes me tear up because we miss you, tech guy, and you did this. Ah, oh. you are here. <laughs> blueberry boy, or banana bread, bread, bacon, blueberry boy. Man, oh, that was awesome time. We had some, uh, oh, we need Mary Ross. You need a little bit of I thought about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Woo! 10 years, and we're still playing the pop song, which is probably still the best song that there is. And we had set it up, and it didn't work. And then I was sitting in the living room at our very first center one day, and I was like, you know what? Take the show, and I like ran in the back room, and I called him on my cell phone, and he answered. <laughs> and I was like, Steve, Steve, you're there. And he's like, Yeah. I'm like, Hey, remember you were supposed to be on the show last week or whatever it was? And I'm like, Can you do it now? And he's like, All right, right now, yeah, let's do it. You know, so I stuck him on speakerphone. He told us how he's running for mayor, and we he sent us those t-shirts, and um, yeah, that's just awesome, 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 awesome. So,
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Shout out. 
But that's yeah, Botanica um, was really interesting to get into. All of you didn't have to like sit down and wait to go into a room or be buzzed in or called or anything like that. The whole room was open, wide open, welcoming. Very, the lady that was up there was just she was like, "Hey, it's so good to see you guys again." We're like, "Well, whoa, you know, it was our first time there." <laughs> but that's how she made you feel like you've been coming for years, right? Yeah, it was really it's like Disneyland. <gasps> Oh, oh let's go to the Yeah, and they're like, oh, The layout was great. You can take a turn. You're going to go um, clockwise. Beautiful open room with all the products out. And most of them you could look at. Some of them, like the edibles and things, were under um, glass containers so you could see them and not touch them. Well, some things you can touch and see. Yeah. To see. Yeah. See. Yeah. Instead of trying to look over, you know, in the back and go, is that? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. And rows and rows and rows and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Super great. So that was really nice. Yeah. You should check it out. Tell us about one of your favorite places. I'm going to try and get a place to
cool and hip and it's the thing to do and mm-hmm. but you know you got to understand is that especially in the middle of time put some damn spa music on or something right you know rock it out you know and
I think they're in Arizona. I know they're in uh, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, uh, and a whole bunch of other states now. But they've been terrific. Uh, They've supported the Silver Tour, and now they're supporting it with my black tuna strain and a very nice royalty. So life has been good, and I'm getting ready to go to uh, Orlando for something called the Grove Festival on the 16th. Um, And last year on 420, I ran my fishing tournament, but I couldn't get a venue this year. So I don't know what I'm going to do for 420. Uh Uh-oh. Well, maybe we should all get together then. That would be great. That would be great. I'm dying to make that trip out west again. Yeah. Well, we're dying to have you back out here. Yeah. How's your place been doing? Um, Now we're doing very well. COVID COVID was a bit of a rough patch for, you know, everybody. Uh, Doing, you know... We're doing well, and we opened up a second shop called The Good Leaf. It's a hemp and CBD marketplace, and that's Terrific. doing pretty well. Yeah, so we're just, you know, spreading out the hemp and cannabis love, and we got all our doctors on board, and, you know, we're plugging right along, staying afloat on the cannabis. boat. <laughs> <clears throat> that all sounds next- terrific. I, I miss you guys. I haven't been traveling yeah. since uh, COVID hit. I really haven't left town. Oh uh, yeah, I bet not. No one has. Yeah, and now I, I'm not sure I want to fight that air pool problem. Yeah, not yeah that, and they'll just cancel it when you get there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think someone ought to drive you across country. We're safety in that cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> She should be right now at Fort Myers, Summerlin, giving out black tuna swag. Nice. <laughs> I've been supporting the Cannabis and uh, Freedom Grow and, and Last Prisoner Project uh, with quite a few donations. I think they do terrific work. They've gotten an awful lot of cannabis prisoners out and free and gotten them home. And uh, I wish they were around during my 30 years in. Yeah. But they're okay. terrific people, and, and they've really uh, brought a lot of people home. So I support them. And my plan for the Silver Tour is this. Now that the MORE Act has passed in Congress, if it passes in the Senate, we're over the hill. Uh, what I plan to do is run a big advertising campaign once it hits the Senate floor, Uh, full-page ads, TV, radio, billboards, uh, and uh, that's the immediate plan for Silver Tour. Awesome. We can't wait. We can't wait to see you again. We played um, on the radio last week, we played Should Grandma Smoke Pop? And uh, we want to know when you're making the follow-up. Should Grandpa do that? <laughs> you know, the wonderful thing about seniors is they got a lot of time on their hands. And yes. the thousands and thousands of people who come to our shows and or seen Grandma on TV, 
they talk to their friends and they talk to their neighbors and they play cards and they talk about their arthritis and their cancer and how they got off of opiates. Uh, seniors have done a great job spreading the word once somebody got it started. It, it's really amazing. The acceptance now of seniors here in Florida is, it, it's like night and day. Now they are all coming to the dispensary. They all want to know about the products. And uh, when I started Silver Tour, they didn't want to know about cannabis. Nobody even wanted to let me in to put on a show and give a free meal. I now don't... seniors, seniors right. are the backbone of the industry now. They're the majority of our patients. Yeah, more and more. They're, they're coming out and they're seeing you. They're getting in those circles and talking to their friends and getting on cannabis. Yeah, that, that's really been gratifying and amazing. Uh, and I feel comfortable moving on and pushing for national legalization now. We need it. There's too many seniors, too many patients uh, who can't afford the doctor's fee and the state fees to get their cards and the renewals. They need to be able to walk in and buy what they need. Yes, absolutely. At any given time, they should have access to whatever makes them feel the best. Yes. And they need knowledgeable sales staff, whatever you want to call them. (laughs) But they they need knowledgeable and educated people in there that know more than to say, oh, just eat half the candy bar, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's one of the reasons I love uh, Truly. They really train their bud tenders. They're all avid advocates, and they'll spend as much time as needed with any patient, but especially seniors. They can go in and ask all the questions they want, see all the products, and another thing I love about Truly. They're the only dispensary that will take back medicine. They tell you if it doesn't work for you, bring it back and we'll find something that will. They're like Sears, and I love them to death for that because so many seniors are on a limited budget, and if they go in and get something that doesn't give them the sleep or relieve their pain, they can go in and get something else that does, And, and that's really amazing. That's really awesome. So everything's good in my world. What's that? I said everything's good in my world. I even have a new girlfriend. Woo! All right. (laughs) Love. For 79, I'm doing awfully well. with you guys and uh, yeah. I'm going to find a way to get out there. I'm pretty sure uh, True Leaf has some places out there or is about to and uh, when they introduce Black Tuna, I'm going to be there. Excellent. Well, send us some swag or send us something. We can get it out to our customers for you and or we'll just keep it around the shop and we can't wait to see you and we'll have a, a, a signing or whatever you want to have at the center. We'll have something for you. That's cool. We'll have a, if I get west, we'll I'll big, certainly be there. 
And if, yeah. you, if you have a new address, send it to me, and I'll send you some swag there. Some All black right. tuna hats and, and pins, and uh, we got we got combs and gaiters and shirts wow. and all kind of things. So send me the new address and I'll send something out. Oh. All right, I got to pick up this call. I got another important call. We love you, Robert. Love you. Talk Happy to you later. Thank Robert you. Robert Scott, everybody. All right, thank you. That was really, really awesome. That was Robert Platshorn, everyone. Um, I think he's still, he switched over lines, so he's still on, but not. <laughs> um, yeah, you can check out Robert on Facebook, uh, and you can also check him out um, on the Silver Tour, uh, um, and then he's in uh, Florida, so Truly, True, like Belief, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, Truly, Truly, yeah, Truly, okay, not Truly, I was looking at Truly, Truly. So check him out, Robert Platshorn. We absolutely love you. Thank you for coming on. Ten years of Robert Platshorn. Who doesn't love that? Yeah. And next up, we've got uh, Doug Fine is going to be coming on air, uh, and he should be on here shortly. Uh, let's see what time we have to go for. Oh, just in a few minutes. Um, so let's see. Um, while we are waiting, we can do another little tumbleweed commercial. How about that? Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your health lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. Uh, Come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, or check out our new shop, The Good Leaf, at 6224 East Broadway Boulevard, right behind the Hold on one second. I am sending out the next note to the next guest, and we are waiting for Mr. Doug Fine. Hi, 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 Mr. And what are you goofy kids doing over there? <laughs> oh, you're checking their dispensaries out. Yeah, I mean, he's got some, there's some there's really cool stuff, stuff here. Yeah. Hi, Katie. Yeah, very pretty. Don't worry. Very pretty packages. Pretty soon, we'll all come see you. Mm-hmm. Come see your baby. Um, so, yeah, you are listening to Weekday Wednesday, folks. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's been 10 Years. That's amazing. Ten, ten years. All right, kids. So let's see here. Um, baby kitty's just going to sit here and wait. you got a whole hour and a half. You're going to be sitting there. Sorry, little kitty, but it's a long time. <laughs> Why are you guys doing over there? Ooh, we were just laughing at the baby kitty. Yeah. She's like, fine, I'm going to wait. You want, you want to open the door for you? Yeah, I know. 
you know those cartoons that you see people sleeping in bed and then they open one eye and it's like a cat right in their face? It's for real. That shit happened. Want to go outside? No, I'm not going back here. No, that's not what's happening. <laughs> trying to get, no, I'm not going back here. She's trying to get me to go back and give her snacks and hang out, and, you know, because she has to be a mama right now. Uh-huh. So she wants me to go home. Can't let me know I'm doing a radio show. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I woke up and found a dollar in my pocket today. Seriously, that's a good day.
I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchy snacks Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's Pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, aw, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. These special interest groups have kept these laws with bribery. I'm gonna pull some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. All right, welcome back to We Stay Wednesday. Can you hear us? Can you hear me now? All right. Huh? You can get on it. All right. Um, okay, well, some news. Bummer does fine. Um, will not be on this time. Oh. That's okay. He said he'd be on another time. So we are going to see if maybe one of our doctors is going to come on air. And then um, we also have Dr. Uh, Regina Nelson coming, and I can let her know that she can call in anytime as well. 
Um, and I'll tell her that right now. Kids, another favorite story from the last 10 years? Oh. Go. And... I like any time anybody comes on and talks about terpenes. Oh, yeah. I think the science of that is just pretty incredible. Yeah. And uh, if there's so much to that what for the plant, and um, your terpenes go along right beside your um, cannabinoid. Oh, it's been a long time since you've been on the show. Oh. You don't even know your cannabinoid. Tell everybody what a terpene is for those that don't know. So it is the smell or the flavor of the plant. It's also the effect. It has a lot to do with yeah. the effect. Yeah, because of the smells and things on our, um, oh, it's called our O factory. O factory. Uh huh. And our. Yeah, Jack Hare. I don't know if that's the one for you. Is that the one? That's what we're on. That's what we're on. We take marijuana. Get Jack Hare's son on. Remember that show? We did. I also love when we have um, people who talk about soil. Oh, we need dirt. Yeah, dirt we and stuff like that, because I think that's pretty amazing, too. Oh, we need our buddy back. We need our buddy from the old school. Uh, <clears throat> the guy that we won't say his name, but we love, we'll call him Uncle Boy, because he's just that silly boy. He used to make all our joints. Remember, we had, the, we had that joint-making class, and he made, like, a tulip, and then he made a double joint. Made. He was the balloon, from, like how he did the, the twist them together yeah. to make them, yeah, incredible. Oh. All right. Yeah, cross. Oh, yeah, cross. Yeah, it was crazy. All smokable. I think we still have some, but I, we didn't smoke them. Um, we had on, oh, if you don't know, our federal government has its own medical marijuana patients. What? Yeah, we had both of them on. We had LB on too. We had Irvin and LB both on. Um, they're the last two of the thirteen that made the the program, right? The thirteen. Yeah. See who else? Watermelon was great. Watermelon girl was great. Her and her mom cooking weed food, baked salmon. Um, wow. Thanks. Thanks. Um, we used to have Anish, Anita Amnesia. Uh-huh. Oh, we used to be buying her. We used to have her. Should we just randomly call her? Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. You got her number. I can't. I'm on my phone. Where's your phone? I think we should do it. There's a dog out front, not one of my numbers. Got cute, cute shoes on. Um, yeah, she's the one that used to make our um, edible cookies. And when we found out that we had no idea that we were putting 400 milligrams of uh, weed. <laughs> 
That's where we ended up with Sonic Wendy. Um, this is a great story. We nicknamed her Sonic Wendy. We had a girl that used to come in. Um, and this is when we had meditation hours. This was great. People would come in. They would buy the education. We had growers, lawyers, um, joint rollers, hash makers, cookie makers. Candlestick makers, bakers. <laughs> uh, candlestick bakers, bakers. Um, we had everybody coming in teaching classes. Cookie doctors. Cookie doctors. <laughs> that, was, that was always a good day when we were making half cookies. I just remember walking in and there'd be like a plate of cookies over there. Yeah. Oh, Sonic Wendy story. So, so we would give out like five cookies, and we we literally did not know how strong they were. They were 400 milligrams a cookie. Now we know what that is now. Yeah. If we tell people to start with a milligram, one or two, not four. Wendy used to clean shops at night, and she got off work. And she ate a cookie because she was responsible. She did not eat a cookie during work, thank God. And she ate a cookie, and she didn't feel anything, so she ate another cookie. And then she went to Sonic Burgers. <laughs> Pulled off to the side there in the waiting parking lot area, and she's got managers just with bags of food knocking on her car window, apologizing for the wait, and they forgot her order, and she had milkshakes and burgers and fries and onion rings and everything else you can imagine. She had no idea she even had ordered the food. She was just sitting there. You can imagine in her front seat. How fun would that be? Big boy, hey you. <laughs> Out there in the room. <laughs> Never doing what you do. And all of a sudden, Sonic Burger. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. You're like, oh my God, it's Nicky Cheese. I'm sure you were hungry after that. Oh my God. Can you imagine what she ate and didn't eat, though? I mean, how much, how overwhelming amount of food that was. Like, come on. That was like, <laughs> that was an unbelievable amount of food. Yeah. Didn't even like ice cream. You know what? This is a short song, but because it happened in the last 10 years, we're going to have to play it. I'm sorry to do this to y'all. We love it. We really love the song. Lighting systems, lighting systems, lighting, lighting, lighting systems, lighting systems. Lighting systems. Lighting, lighting, lighting systems, lighting systems. It's that new hydroponic technology With the greatest results that they'll ever be Cause the plants rotate 360 degrees It's the most innovative growing machine that I ever seen I love the spinning when it do its thing It was kinda shocking when we jumped on the scene Hydroplex keep it popping and we sticking the stain Lighting system, lighting system Lighting, lighting, lighting system Lighting system Lighting, 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 lighting
closets, two for oh. Single unit, trackable, easily possible. When light source is good to go, combo packs available. History, Flomer shows, common hot song, turn play, whoa. Jay Dillon with tracks to go. If you don't know, then now you know. We the bomb, hydroplexonline.com. Turn it on, and you gon' get to purchase one. Reduce all your energies, no more field, increase yield remedy. That's why you need mining system. Hydroplex is on your mind. Open eyes and see the signs. Open wide and be the kind that invests in himself, that expresses with his wealth. You gon' prosper with the smell. I bet it pays for itself. So now you in business. You gotta take it and live it. And ain't no way you forget it. So remember this. Who's your daddy? Lighting system. Lighting system. Lighting, lighting, lighting system. Lighting system. products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. 520-838. Four four three zero. Right now we're watching really cute dog tricks with Winnie. <laughs> what did he get for Winnie? Did he get him a new? Oh, the carrot? Oh, oh my God! He's shooting. He's shooting him dead. Bang! He's taking him the food. Baby, you just got. This was America's Tech's next uh, top dog, and you just got on. Bunny yeah, Cal says you. Kim yeah. Williams says you get to come to Tim Tom- 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 That's right. We're in the next shoot up. So <laughs> you know who else just got on? Dr. Regina Nelson, give it up, everybody! Woo! We miss you. We miss you too. How's it going? 
It's going good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we love hearing your voice. That just makes the whole day better. That's so it awesome. does. Mine too. I got on a little earlier too, and I heard Robert talk with you, and that made my heart happy too. <laughs> Hug over the phone. It's so nice. <laughs> it is. It is. How are you guys doing? How's everything at Tumbleweeds? Are you? Did you guys love the Commission program? Did it help with your patients? Oh, we are loving it. And our our yes, it's helping with patients. Our staffs loving taking the program. Um, I'm still learning. Some of it's technical. I'm not so left brain, but I'm trying. <laughs> but, but I, I'm learning a lot, actually, um, and it's it's good stuff to know, and I can't wait for us to, like, have a – we'll have a staff meeting where we have you on Zoom, and we'll have, have a powwow with you. We can we can have our staff fire away to ask questions that they want to ask, because I know. Yeah, that, uh, absolutely. I really – I was excited when you decided to um, do the commission certification for everybody in your group, because that – I really see businesses that do that, investing in education, investing in their employees. They're the ones that patients are really drawn to in this. And yeah. I have always been drawn to you guys. You guys have always been excellent. Don't get me wrong there, but I appreciate you taking the educated step up. And I think it will be really helpful, particularly when you get those people that are um, new to cannabis, which now is the majority of people that we're seeing, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah. You know, and have some, again, these specific autoimmune or connective tissue or other kind of, you know, disorders that we get from growing up in this filthy, dirty world we live in. (laughs) We got hundreds were bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) How are your classes going? They're going good. You know, um, boy, COVID, I heard Robert talking about it earlier, just changed everything for everybody. We had a huge year planned back in 2020, and, um, you know, it all came to just a referring stop. But the classes have continued. We just launched them online the month, like a month before (laughs) COVID hit in early, like January of 2020. And that stayed very steady. So, and that's all under the nonprofit, all under the ECS Therapy Center. And, you know, that really, that's really helped continue our mission and work during this. So it's great. We still see people from all over the world coming in and taking the classes. And we now have trainers, um, that can that teach the classes locally in not just the U.S. but six different countries. So nice. it's really grown, and you know I think this coming year we're going to start marketing and focusing a lot more because I think we're maybe getting close to coming out of the COVID years, and it's time to start moving forward again. But it's just it feels like we've all been just like in a time warp for two years now, doesn't it? It we have we really have. Um, everybody's been in a, just a weird state, but I think you're right. It's just, it's time to move forward with education, you know, as the, as the highlight, because especially with, especially with this medicine, um, uh, it, it's, it's not new, but it's new for a lot of people. And so there are a lot of people out there that, you know, especially the older folks that just don't, uh, they don't have the understanding uh, and the background Mm -hmm. and what's, background they do have has been jaded by our government uh, and, you know, politics, 
um, so much so that it's just ingrained in their system. They come into our office, they're like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm in here. You know, my doctor made me come. Uh-huh. And you have to, uh, yeah. you have to, you know, you have to give a huge history, which I know you're very good at, because we've actually done that without <laughs> speaking before together. You have to uh, help people understand and get kind of caught up with why we're here and why we're now seeing the things. Why is this now all over the country? Everybody's hearing about it, um, and you know, it's we've come a long way since I've known you guys. Um, it's just been a phenomenal. Yeah time and place in history, um, you know, particularly from a cannabis perspective. Um, but I think it's true in a lot of other perspectives as well. But it is interesting to see how this is now being accepted much more as a as healthcare than it used to be. Right. Yes. And that was interesting when everything shut down and the dispensaries remained open because they were necessary. That was awesome. That was oh. Everybody I'm not seeing that banking changed enough then that a lot of them could then get PayPal and Square and other things and start taking payments. I loved that, again, that they, you know, they were considered essential workers, and that was huge, right. huge for our industry. Well, yeah. at one point, so I, I was in I was in Oklahoma early in COVID because I had just moved there to be near my parents, and then I couldn't see my parents. Um Six months into COVID, last, the first summer, summer of 2020, Oklahoma posted their sales tax reports for the year. And at that point in the year, the cannabis industry had been, the medical cannabis industry had been 50% of the sales tax because it has a 7% sales tax requirement. And the rest of the state, with everything closed down, including casinos, was underneath that. And so it really showed you the power of our, the economic yeah. power of our industry. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's just, it's going to do nothing but grow. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think, we'll, I think in the next 10 years we'll see a lot of changes because now what we have coming into the market is a lot of people who've never been in this market before. And now they're right. feeling much more confident, particularly with the house bill. Now in the Senate, maybe we'll finally get the scheduling changed. Once that happens, we will see some. We'll see a lot of huge changes come on. You think that's you think that's likely? Mm, I'm hopeful, but you know I've been waiting a long time for it, like everybody else, and I keep thinking it should happen, and it never does. So I'm not holding my breath, yep. but I got my fingers crossed. Yeah, there you yeah. go, fingers and toes. Yeah. it will happen when. It's- it will happen. Someday, you know. I really believe it will happen yeah. in my lifetime. I really believe it will happen in my lifetime, God willing. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but it needs to happen sooner rather than later so that these changes can go on and we can um, operate our businesses like normal businesses and we can yeah. work, you know, along with the state with them understanding what we do, this is the big problem is these programs get implemented and all these people get hired to run them and none of them have any experience in this industry. And so I know with OMA, I'm a partner in my brother, or was a partner in my brother's grow, um, Nelson Organics, for a long time. And just talking with the OMA representatives that would come out to audit us, we were doing 90% of the education so they even understood what they were doing. You know, and that's... right. That's not the way it should be. And so that's not a change in time. 
Mm. How about you guys? How is yeah. it out in Arizona now that you've got recreational? Uh, well, they're selling lots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems like everyone's growing, getting them, you know, a second location or... Getting bought out. There are a lot yeah. of buyouts here. There's it's a lot of buyouts going on. No, that's true, I think. Yeah, I expected to see that, too. A lot of these bigger companies I, are coming in and trying to swallow up the smaller guys. Yeah. Well, we, the one, there's... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, there's only a certain, like, unfortunately, we, like, in California, you know, there's dispensaries and then people can grow and sell the dispensaries here. You can't, it's not that way. So there's an right. allotment and then social equity, and then that's it. Um, yeah. Well, I usually say, though, usually it'll be interesting to see over the next year how that changes the enrollment in your medical cannabis program because in Colorado, we saw when recreational came in about a year later, we started to see the medical rules climbing. And they tried to take the medical program away because the state representatives really liked the taxation of the rec program. And they're like, people are trying to avoid taxes. But the truth was, it was, again, these new patients with no experience with marijuana that suddenly a family member or friend could get them to walk into a dispensary because it wasn't illegal anymore for people over the age of 21 and they tried it and then they went, Hey, this could work. This does work for me. Now it's worth going to see a doctor, get a recommendation, pay the fee and walk through the state stuff. And yes, I'll save tax dollars after I do that, but that's not the reason I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I've realized I am a patient and I think you'll see that in Arizona too. Yeah, we are seeing it Uh, a lot because the tax here for, uh, for the rec program is 25% sales tax. Yeah. So that alone is the medical program. Yeah. And does that but include, there, is it 25% on top of regular sales tax or just 25% flat tax? So it's regular is 8.7 and then there's a six, 16.1 or something yeah. on top of that. So it comes out okay, to about 25%. When you come into Colorado, it depends on the city, county, you know, where you're at in the state, because some places the tax will be 4 or 5%, and sometimes as high as 30 to 31%, depending on how many other taxes got slapped onto that state rate. So you at least have, it sounds like you guys have a cap on your state rate. It can't go over 25%. That's huge. Yeah. That's a lot of money. I mean, if you pay $100 for an ounce, that's $125 ounce walking out the door. Right. In simple math. (laughs) You know, and I like to keep it simple. (laughs) Yeah, super simple. No, and that's why we get a lot of people that come to the medical program or just continue the medical program because they want, you know, cheaper sales tax. But a lot of people just like seeing a doctor. They like coming in. They like, yep. you know, sitting down and discussing what's been going on for the last couple of years. It makes people feel good, you know. You know why? Because no other doctor has listened to them. And I know your doctors listen. And that's huge because people, I would say the number of people, reason people come to medical cannabis, excluding health condition, is they don't feel heard in the medical community. They don't feel like they've gotten any responses, answers, that people are ignoring them, not paying attention to them. 
and just listening to them and then help them put together a plan to get started, that's huge. And so, again, I knew you had great doctors anyway, so I was really excited when they got the clinician certification because then they can really help lay that out for new patients like that. Oh, yeah. They were excited to get that. One of our doctors had it done in, like, you know, half day or whatever. It took him, like, 15 weeks done. And I was like, are you done? He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's 12 hours of training, so it took a little bit. But he got it done. But yeah. it is that thing of it really does make a difference. Doctors, I get a lot of doctors that come to when I was doing live sessions pre-COVID. Um, particularly, like I said, I was doing with Oklahoma because my family was there, and they've got a new market. They don't have qualifying conditions. And so there is a requirement for, like, pediatric patients to recommendations, but there's not, like, um, there's not a limited list of qualifying conditions. It can be for any reason, as long as, you know, again, in the case of a pediatric patient, two doctors agree. With an adult, um, it's only one. But that thing, it reopened up the market because people now don't, you know, again, the market's been held really tight by the qualifying conditions. And I give the example of here in Colorado, seizure disorders were on there very early. And you saw the influx of kids that came in here 2013 to about 2016 because of Charlotte Biggie's um, news media and things like that. And um, was I going with that? Um, with them getting recommendations, so many of these kids, with, with the kids with Dravet syndrome specifically, like Charlotte had, are in the autism spectrum. And a lot of these kids don't have seizures like every day or hundreds every day. They just have them occasionally. And every two months, they'll have a little cycle of them. And so when a, a parent starts them on medical cannabis, they may not know if they've got seizure control for a couple of months because they don't know. They just don't know. And so they'll wait and they'll track that. But what they do, did see immediately was relief in the autism spectrum. And yet it took five or six years for groups of parents to work with the state and demand they put autism on the list. I think it probably got approved here right before COVID, maybe early 2020 or late 2019. But that's huge because some of these families had, you know, two or three kids. And while they had one with seizure disorder, the others were in the autism spectrum, and they weren't legally allowed to use cannabis, even though they knew it would help them. And so Oklahoma not having any of those, that really opens things up for people in that type of situation who see some relief in one area that could be helpful to um, another family member, for instance. And because of that, I think Oklahoma has the most registered medical cannabis patients in the United States. Uh, I think there's oh, almost... Wow. Uh, I think a hundred and I, you know, I think it's grown super, super fast. And it's because they don't, they're not limited. You can literally go and be like, I'm stressed. And if the doctor believes that this will help your stress, that could be a recommendation. And so for a lot of people, it's really helped them wean from pharmaceuticals and from alcohol is the number one thing I'm hearing in Oklahoma. Absolutely. That's great. Stress. I'm stressed. I need to be, okay. Yeah. You know, so it can be that light or it can be, you know, I've got these 15 different complex things, like many of us have. It can be, it's wide, again, it opens that up. 
And I think, you know, I'm a big believer that if you're, particularly over the age 18, if you're taking, required to take pharmaceuticals or even over-the-counter medication for some condition, you should be able to substitute that for cannabis as a patient. And I think that you should have to have a card to do that. But that's the system we set up. So that's the system we work with. (laughs) There will be a day when we can just walk into, you know, Target Pharmacy and be like, hey, I need some new pills. Yeah, (laughs) it'll happen. I hope so. See about the warriors that went through, you know, total hell just to get their marijuana. Right. Yeah, all the whole night. You guys did what? I know. No. (laughs) Said it wants some GDP, man. To go. Right. Yeah. 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 Heck yeah. It's coming. All four forms. All of it. (laughs) Are do you get a lot of requests from parents to to work with children? I do, so yes. Mm-hmm. What in our seizures the most thing that? Um, you know, not yes and no. I think just more. Um, it's complex health issues where there's several different things going on. Sometimes there's a seizure disorder with it. Sometimes there's not. Um, mm-hmm. The seizures are still, you know, people now, that's just common kind of mainstream knowledge. So for a long time, that was number one. I would say now, um, I don't know, I've been seeing, I've been unfortunately in the last few months seeing quite a few kids with cancer. And so, you know, that's another thing, you know, and that was another top, that's been a top thing for a long time. It really, again, um, I didn't realize how many children were born with brain tumors and and things like this until I got into this industry. And it really um, says a lot about our air, water, and, you know, quality, food quality, all these kind of things, because if that's the case, the mother's being exposed. And, you know, again, I've just seen a lot of babies with cancer, and that just breaks my heart. So that's probably the number one thing I've seen in the last year or so. Yeah, that is very hard. I, I can We've we've had a couple of babies come through the office to get certified, and it's hard to see them. Yeah. In whatever condition, just you know, suffering. Um, <clears throat> and we we get a lot of questions about kids with ADHD and autism yeah. and things like. That. Yep. I do too. Yeah. Work with a lot of, and it's usually a fairly low dose situation again it's about finding a good base for them like a good tincture that's a nice maybe one-to-one or two-to-one and because they do need some they need THC ADHD and autism both seem to be conditions that require small amounts of THC it doesn't have to be you know huge (laughs) huge hits of it but pretty good doses of it and um, again you got to remember that the cannabinoids THC CBD CBC and CBG they all work on the same thing. In other words, they all have an effect on cancer, but how they go about affecting the cancer is different. They all message differently at the cellular level. And so if you have ADHD or cancer or seizure disorder, we don't know what's broken at your cellular level. <laughs> and so we start and then we try to broaden those cannabinoids so that, so that we're speaking, helping the cells learn to speak correctly at all levels because we don't know what's right. broken. 
because it's about fixing the messaging at the cellular level. That's really what all of this boils down to, because that's what our endocannabinoid system is. It's a cellular messaging system. And it's our entire body. So, you know, again, it has effect in the central nervous system, so pain disorders, anything that, you know, deals with those kinds of things, nerve, neuropathy, and then, again, immune systems. So anything that's autoimmune or may have autoimmune connections, and it's, it's really interesting. I've been doing some research over the last few months about people who have implants, not just breast implants, but maybe like a hip implant or metal in their back, a screw in their ankle. And there's now, again, people, some people get really, really sick from having that in their body. Others do not, and they don't know why, but it's the same thing with the people that are having the issues with the implants. They go to doctor after doctor after doctor, and people are like, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And they're like, no, I'm dying. <laughs> I don't understand. And, um, and I, you know, this is kind of out of my own personal experience, but from working with others too, it's that thing of like, oh, I didn't realize that that was what I was treating versus, um, you know, just having an autoimmune disease. I didn't realize my autoimmune disease was triggered by the fact that I have something foreign in my body. And now that I figured that out, wow, things shifted a lot. But it is the thing, if people come to cannabis and they've got all these things going on and they often don't have a really clear diagnosis from a doctor because these odd, weird autoimmune symptoms particularly, they could be any number of disorders. They all have the same symptoms. And there's not any test to tell you clearly what you got. And that's right. why they appreciate so much coming in and talking to the doctors in your clinic because they know they're not being judged. They're not being diagnosed. They're just getting to tell their story to somebody who will listen. And on the good end of that, they also give them some tips that really help them better manage and control those symptoms so they have a better quality of life. Absolutely. That's, and that's, that's a good point. The, the point about not being judged, when we get people that walk in the health center and they immediately feel welcome because it's a nice welcoming feeling. It's warm in there. It's cozy. But they're <laughs> – their anxiety level goes down like 90% after coming in and, and seeing the doctor and coming out. I mean, they go in terrified and come back out and they're smiling and, you know, they're happy. And, yeah, they've been acknowledged. And and the, one of the hard things is come to us, so a lot of people don't go see doctors anymore because they don't acknowledge their pain yep. Um, yep. the way that they, they want to heal. Doctors have one way they want to heal. And patients have another way, and doctors aren't. And so when they come to see our doctors, they're totally respected. You know, they yeah. get to ask whatever questions they want. Um, how is this yeah. going to interact with my medicine? What's this going to make me feel like? I said to one lady, uh, I recommended a one-to-one tincture for her. And I said, you know, don't worry. You're not going to get, you know, high and intoxicated. She goes, oh, bummer. And I said, I know, right? <laughs> I said, I, like, I loved it. And I said, you know what? I said, that's the case, lady, get some good stuff then. Have, you know, because what's wrong with a little bit of happy is what I always say. Um, I am me... with you. I am with you. And I get people that tell me, too, they come in and don't want to get high because they're scared. And then the second time I see them, they're like, well, a little bit probably wouldn't hurt me. <laughs> right. so I'm like, no, probably help you. Here we go. Now, we can remedy that. But, but it's because they're comfortable. And you get if you get people comfortable, then they can figure things out it's, with their body. It makes 
it does. It makes a big difference because once they're comfortable, then they can relax, their body can relax, and then the healing begins. <laughs> That's it. That's Question it. for you. Question. Sure. Um, in a, a cannabis regime every day, is mm-hmm. just cannabis going to heal you, or do you need something internally like the oil inside, the juice? Well, I always say you can't smoke your way good. Tight. <laughs> a tincture, a suspension, oil itself, just straight out, or an edible. You make your, you know, edibles, however. But you got to ingest some of it to get, really get it. Because when you smoke it, you get such a small percentage of it. You can smoke all day long, and you, it's acute relief. Don't smoke it and get the acute relief that you need. But you probably need long-term relief. To get long-term relief, you have to ingest. And we know with tinctures mm-hmm. and suspensions, it only lasts a few hours, whereas it won't kick in for a while, but it'll last a long time. Kind of experiment with that, find out how they process those. I usually start people with tinctures, and then as they get comfortable, start, you know, add in an edible or use your tincture to make some edibles and try to empower them that way um, so that they're ingesting on top. Again, you can keep smoking for acute relief, but you really need a base dose. Very beginner, someone who's never tried it, what would the base dose be? How many milligrams would you recommend someone starting out with? Oh, I usually start them out with one to two milligrams several times a day and then slowly pick that up to, you know, where they're at five, four times a day and then slowly pick that up till they're at 10. You know, again, we set a target of a base of one milligram per kilo of weight. So for an American, we don't weigh in kilos. So you take your weight in pounds and divide it by 2.2. So a 220 pound person would need a hundred milligrams a day as a base dose. That's a lot of weed. <laughs> and that's a lot of euphoria if you start with like high THC, particularly if you just give somebody either a 25 milligram dose four times a day or you just bam, give them 100 milligrams, you're going to just make them so uncomfortable and miserable. But if you start them down on a tincture with just a drop under their tongue, they're probably getting two milligrams, one to two. Start there. Yeah. How do you feel? And if you need it before four hours, take it. Then the next day, add up how many times you did this, divide that by four. Maybe you need two drops four times a day on day two. You know, but you just slowly get people to titrate so that they can get over the euphoria hurdle. And I'm going to say this, even if it's CBD, I do that because I don't get real high from THC, but I get super high from CBD. And some people say they don't get high at all from CBD, and yet I've tried it with plenty of people and find there's some mild euphoria at least to it. And I'll say this, they at least drop their shoulders, take deep breaths, and relax. And that's a shift, and that is euphoria. It's just mild. But I've also, on a couple of occasions, tried CBD with someone, and they, like, boom, had a seizure. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, crap. It was a trigger for them. And so what? I don't go willy nilly with CBD. I tend to take my, I tend to go a lot slower than a lot of people do, because I've had probably two dozen people have some really adverse reactions, and I want to mm-hmm. make and and that's you know and it's startling for them, for you, for everybody, and it's like, 
okay, we need to, you know, figure this out. And um, sometimes I think the body has been so cannabinoid deficient for so long, you get some pretty strong reactions right out the gate. Right. And so, you know, approach. But I do, I believe in a base dose and having people, you know, stick with that. And as somebody who's been that long term, yo-yo up and down with my nap. I'm really comfortable. We had a bad storm coming through last week, and I, like, bumped my dose way up and went to bed because I felt miserable. And I, I just know the day I kind of need to do that. And But my dose, my daily dose now is, you know, at that one milligram per kilo. And for a lot of the years you've known me, it was five to ten milligrams per kilo. Cause, but my pain over the years has become much more, much easier to control. Okay. So how much is that a day that you're taking? Well, now I'm only taking like 50 milligrams a day, but there was a time, probably, well, last before I had a surgery, I was taking 300, 350 milligrams a day during that time. Of you know, so, CBD? So or? it's gone up. It can be high, but it, but it also can be fairly low. So I take about 45 to 55 milligrams a day, just depending. I try to. Yeah. I sometimes forget. Again, I don't have the pain I used to have. And I'll wake up in the yeah. morning, like I woke up this morning, and I was really stiff, and I was like, I forgot to take my cannabis oil last night. <laughs> and uh, it's that thing of I felt well enough. I don't think about it like I used to in the sense of yeah. I, I'm not waiting to take it or need to take it again real quick because my pain is under control. And it's been a, it's been a decade-long journey of trying to figure out how much I needed and again, getting to a good enough dose to start getting on top of my pain. And then my body started responding at that time. My pain got much more controllable and I was able to, you know, adjust my dosing to accommodate that. And that's what's really nice about cannabis is you can do that. You can't do that with pain pills. You either have to take the pill or not take the pill, you know? And those things, you don't, you don't have that. You can be like, oh, I think I could take less right now and it would be okay, or I really need a bigger dose. And you don't have to fear overdosing or having a really, you know, a fatal overdose or anything. It's absolutely safe for you once you're comfortable with it to adjust according to what your needs are. But you right. can get that done. I wish more of the people, <laughs> I, the bud tenders, quote unquote, I wish they knew where to start with people because I don't know if it's commercial turnaround, but it seems like a lot of our patients come back and tell us that they literally are saying things to them like just eat half the candy bar or, you know, and they're, they're not questioning. They're not asking them, you know, what kind of pain do you have? Like I went into a dispensary and, and I said, I need something for pain. And the lady was just really not, the best customer service she goes well because it's all for pain and i was like oh god here we go i said okay well i i need something in the high milligram like what do you have and unfortunately the place that i was in dropping off cards they were only recreational so they only had 10 yeah so they only had 10 milligrams squares and you can get one package of 100 milligrams and that was it and i was like whoa and i said well you know, I, I'm going to need like 40, 50 milligrams or something. She's like, oh, wow, well, wow, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know. And yeah. so then she just yeah. kept 
that she just kept saying, well, I like this for sleep. And I just, you know, I said, I'm, I'm here for, I don't, it's not a sleep thing. It's a pain thing, mm-hmm. you know. And she right. just kept saying, well, I feel like CBN. And I was like, oh, that's great. So then I looked through the products that she had. I noticed one had CBG in it, so I picked that one. Um, yeah. And I was just, don't, you know, I, it's just they're not educated. And they're not asking yeah. the right questions. They're not asking yeah. any questions. They're, what do you want? Well, that's why I started the clinician training program is my frustration as a patient of going to places. And, again, people not being able to answer really basic questions. And, and in the back of my mind, I always have, what if I brought my mother in here with me who knows nothing about yep. this? How would she feel about the responses she got and all those kind of things? And too often she would just be like, these people are here to get high and leave. And, well, that doesn't bother me, I do want good information. And, again, that's why I put together the condition program was to try to give those front-end workers, whether you're a FUD tender, you're a caregiver. If you're working with patients, quite honestly, if you work in this industry, patients are going to come to you. It doesn't matter what you do and ask you questions because your friends, your neighbors, you know, your family, all those people. So you have to have a base to work from. And I just feel like that's really important, and it frustrates me that, we're not requiring that um, because this is healthcare. It's not yep. just retail. And we look at it as, oh, it's just retail like a liquor store. No, yep. it's retail like a pharmacy. And those are very right. different things. And we're not there yep. yet because we haven't shifted oh, everybody's thought process around, again, is this really medical? Um, a friend of mine that um, I've lived with out in Colorado for a long time, her brother is a doctor, and she's been dealing with some a lot more sickness in the past year. She had an event last year that triggered, must have triggered some other things, but she's one of the reasons I got studying about, like, metal in your back and screwing your ankle and these kind of things because I'm like, huh. And um, is that maybe what it's related to versus other things? Because she just keeps getting going from doctor to doctor, nothing, nothing, nothing. And she's trying to ask her brother for help, and he gives her the exact same response and suggests maybe it's hyperemesis, cannabis hyperemesis, because she uses marijuana. She's like, no, that's the only thing that works. And he and I had to have a long discussion on what cannabis hyperemesis actually is, what the you know symptoms are. And what's nice now is research in the last year has just come out to show it's a genetic mutation that causes people to have this. Before that, we always thought maybe it was neem oil or something else being sprayed on the plants, but we couldn't, like, isolate it. Now we know that it's people with certain genetic mutations may develop cannabis hyperemesis over a period of time. But we still don't know much more than that. But she's been tested, and she doesn't have those gene mutations, so it's obviously not that. But I'm sitting here arguing with a doctor who's never treated a patient with hyperemesis. He's an anesthesiologist. But he came across this, and it just seems to fit, you know? And it's like so many people have those type of experiences where they get labeled with something that seems to fit that's not at all related. And, again, breakdown in the medical system. And that's, I think, again, why we see so many people come to medical cannabis is they're just out of options and they're desperate. Absolutely. And what they're taking is just wrecking their system. Wrecking. Yeah. Yeah, wrecking. Half her life in the bathroom. She falls yep. asleep in there. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, yeah, and I always say I wish to God that when, for both my parents, because my dad had pancreatic cancer, my mom just had everything else. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wish that when they were alive, I, or wish I knew what I knew now. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh, would have yeah. been very. My mom would have loved brownies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, well, I work with my mom and stepdad, and my stepdad's 85, my mom's pushing at 80, and I have them on a nice um, tincture that they use that's got CBG, CBC, CBD, and just a little THC, and they do really well on it. On the other hand, let's go back to what we were talking about, about society not fully accepting this. My dad and stepmom, she's dealt with cancer in the last two years, and she won't even talk to me about it. I have been told specifically not to mention it. And so every time she complains oh. about a side effect of chemotherapy or radiation, I'm like, yeah, well, I know how to fix that, but you don't want to hear about it. <laughs> and it just, but there's still a real big disconnect on from the science of this and what it truly is versus what we were told it is. Well, exactly, and that's the brainwashing that has come for so long that still inhibits people from coming because they're so yes. they're still so scared. And it, it always amazes me that people will not question at all what sort of chemical their doctors are asking them to put in their body. But if you ask them to put a plant in there, they're like, oh, oh, God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, and I also say, too, they're always like, well, there's, you know, and even with her brother, he's like, there's not enough research. And I go, tell me about the research on, she's on three different pharmaceuticals right now. Tell me how much research is on what happens if you take all three of those at the same time. None. There'll be none. Each of those drugs have been looked at individually, but if you're on all three, which the doctors normally prescribe, all three together, what happens? There's zero research that tells you that. So, again, we're looking at all of this a little bit wrong and wonky. <laughs> yeah. Really Yeah, for sure. So, you know, it, it'll happen. I think in it the next will. 10 years or so, it'll get descheduled and then it's just, it's, sadly, it's going to take our government saying to people, all right, it's good. You can have it now. You know, <laughs> like with Well, AIDS. I think they want the tax dollars now, particularly given the COVID years here now. I have more hope right now that I've had because we're in a hole and they want the money and they need the money from the they're going to come in but here's what is going to happen to places like Arizona they're going to come in and knock like another 5% fed tax right on top of what you already got oh yeah and so then your taxes are going to go up from 25% to 30% or something similar and then then they'll stay out of your state business you know what I mean that's my fear anyway yeah. Well, it's sad that they're you know, they're doing what they're doing now anyway. But um, it's it's just it's good that so many people have access to this now, though. I mean, look at where thirty six states. Yeah, that's at least a blessing right there. Thirty seven. That... Yeah, and we have more people are have access to cannabis now than legally than than in the history of our lifetimes. Yeah. Absolutely, which is awesome. Now if they can just get all the out that need to get out, you know, for all mm-hmm. these stupid crimes, we'll be good to go. What? Um, where are you going to be speaking or touring or doing anything next? Well, 
Right now, I'm working a European tour this summer, and then when I get back, I'm hoping to start doing some stuff in the United States. Um, oh, you know, again, it's been the COVID years. We're not quite on down by anything like hard scheduled that I'm ready to announce out yet. <laughs> I wish I did. It's been a, a weird few years. But um, yes. again, we do still have the condition classes online. They're at the, they're at ecstherapycenter.teachable.com, or you can go to myecstherapy.org and click right through and find them. Awesome, excellent, excellent. And I hope we get some listeners that sign up for your your classes because they're really good and they're very important to take, especially like you said, if you're working in this. It's not just sales, you know. It's, no. it's, you know, it's, it's kind of scary that, you know, when you go get your medicine at the pharmacy, you, you can actually talk to the pharmacist who's gone through years of schooling to, to do that. Um, you, can, you can have that option or you can sign up that you don't want to talk to them. But the, the people that are the bud tenders, quote, unquote, there's such a high turnaround that, you know, yeah. sometimes you find somebody that's very knowledgeable and educated and sometimes you just find that person that just, wanted to work in a dispensary and hang out, you know? Doesn't well, know and part. how much does their company, you know, again, Tumbleweeds has always had the mission of educating people and caring for your greater community. I would not say that most dispensaries have that mission in common with you. Right. And that's a big part of the problem, or they would be educating their bud tenders, and they would probably be calling them clinicians or something else, <laughs> and they would probably be paying them a higher rate of pay, and they would have a greater number of consistent customers. And you have to have a certain number of regular customers to make your monthly nut. Yeah. And in most dispensaries, it's a little over 100. It could be 150 to just break even. And, you know, that's the one thing in Oklahoma throughout COVID that I heard from a lot of the little bitty small mom and pops that have been through the classes is they're like, not only did we like improve our profits like 30 to 50% immediately after, once COVID hit, like the core customers stuck with us because they knew we knew them, we knew about their health, we knew what they wanted, we could have phone conversations with them about what we have available, and then they could come to the curb and pick it up with no problem. And that's key. And if the little guys, you know, again, feel that the big guys should be making more of an effort. And what I don't see is them making any effort. They're just out retailing weed. Amen to that. Amen. That's what we love to hear. Big guys, they have an obligation. They do. I think they have greater obligation than most because most of them have monopolized into multiple states. And, um, yeah. you know, like yep. look at New York as an example. They have 10 large companies <clears throat> that run all the dispensaries. So when, as they're rolling out REC, yes, they're going to have social equity, and yes, they're going to provide a certain number of small minority-owned businesses licenses, but they're all going to come against those big monopolized companies that have been there for eight years already. How is that fair? How is that right? How is, you know, again, I've been watching all this going on around the country and I see how much they pay to lobby and change things. They're not working in favor of the patient. They're working in favor of the company. So it's just really, you're looking at our greater society under a microscope. It's no different here than it is out in other industries. That is true. 
Um, Dr. Regina, we have to let you go for now. We appreciate you coming on early and hanging out with us. We've got a, another doctor. Thanks for uh, having me. And what uh, tell everybody once again where we can find you or they can take your courses. Um, they can come to myecstherapy.org or they can go to ecstherapycenter.teachable.com. ECS stands for endocannabinoid system. We love you. And we can't love you too. You. Thank you so yeah. much. And we'll, I'll, I'll talk to you here again soon. Awesome. Thank you. Bye, Dr. You Bye, hon. Good talk to you. All right. Now, patiently waiting, one of our own very own oh, staff doctors, Dr. Nancy. Hi. Good morning, Dr. Hi. Can you hear me? We can. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Congratulations on 10 years on the radio. That is awesome. Oh, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And we appreciate you. We just, uh, we're so excited. It's, it's been a long, it's been a long time and it's gone super fast. 10 years. <laughs> You've been I know. It just shows how, uh, how uh, you and Dana are such amazing businesswomen and, you know, you have such good, um, good, uh, advertising qualities and you know how to help people you know how to get the message across about the amazing benefits of marijuana and you just are just amazing women oh well see takes one to know one right there <laughs> you've been doing this right can you you've been in the med- yeah, medical marijuana 2011, April of 2011 yeah. to start certifying people I had just stopped uh, doing home births and I needed to sort of reinvent myself a little bit wow so but I've been it's, it's amazing how I've been reading some of the history of marijuana and how marijuana was used a lot to help women with their issues back in the 1800s going forward before labor pains, menstrual cramps, endometriosis, which they didn't really know what that was back then because they didn't have imaging, and even arthritis, and doctors were astounded at how um, amazingly effective it was. Uh, and what do you, do you know what kind of form were they using, tinctures or oils, or were they smoking it? They were, were mostly they using tinctures, mostly using tinctures, it looks like. Wow. That's awesome. And sometimes yeah. teas, sometimes teas, yeah. Oh, oh, very cool. Yes, and then yeah. I'm also fascinated with uh, archaeology. About three years ago, they found these little clay pots dating 2,500 years ago with marijuana in them. Yes, so absolutely. People have been using it for pain for a long time because we don't, we know, we didn't know. Uh, how you know yeah. we didn't have opioids since then, thank God, in some ways. But <laughs> right, so marijuana's been on the forefront of pain control for who knows how long. I just imagine that it was traded all along the Silk Road, you know, going from country to country. Oh yeah, people were Can you imagine experimenting on the amazing benefits of this plant called marijuana. Well, and imagine all that traveling, how rough it was. Just physically, it was brutal, and then psychologically, yes, yes. spiritually. I mean, and cannabis helps with with all of those things. 
So Oh yes, um, you bet. And people probably had insomnia, yeah. they had to you know, be in the middle of a war, trying to cross through a war zone. You could imagine their mental state, and boy, yeah. I bet marijuana really helped you know them sleep and calm down, and oh, just man. amazing. Yeah, and that's the great story. Cannabis of the 18th. Yeah, yeah I'm just there fascinated you go. Now because uh, a lot of male archaeologists are looking at the bigger picture, like they see bones and tools and then they forget to look in the little pots that people used to eat like what's in this little pot here you know is yeah. it plant matter and they found out that yeah people were brewing beer you know 10 over 10,000 years ago they did have grains they did you know they it's fascinating what they used to eat you know some people were vegetarian they lived on mosses and mushrooms in Spain and not everybody was mm. you know you know hauling down um mammoths you know to eat so i just think it's great that you know looking at looking at different perspectives <laughs> yeah, and women are playing a big role in that looking more at the you know what was everyday life like and not just looking at the big picture like oh yeah there's a pyramid let's go explore that well what what were the people eating at the pyramids how did they move all that stone and you can imagine the pain that people used to have you know hauling Stones. You look at those giant cathedrals. How did they move all those stones? And they probably had a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. The workers. That was aliens, Doctor Nancy. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Okay. It was aliens. Okay. Well, then they didn't get into any pain. <laughs> oh, so um, yeah, I've been I've been so blessed to be with you guys in 2018. Oh. Yeah, we 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 love you, and our patients just absolutely love you, and um, it's it's really awesome to be a part of this industry, and especially this part of the industry. I feel, you know, it's very rewarding, you know, when you can really help someone with with whatever, not just pain. People have a lot of PTSD right now. There's a ton of anxiety right. Now. Um, what what conditions do you see? our office the most? Well, I see a lot of low back pain, uh, oftentimes related to their work, like lifting heavy things or sports injuries. I do see a lot of people, um, I would say over 50% of people mark anxiety as uh, one of their issues. And we know that when you're in pain, anxiety pops up because you are worried like, oh, what's my pain going to be like tomorrow? Or, oh, is this going to get worse? And so that that cycle just feeds itself. I'm in pain. My anxiety goes up. Anxiety makes pain worse because you're tightening all your muscles. Cortisol is being released, which you know is putting you into fight, flight, or fright mode. So it's so great to have a uh, a product, marijuana, that can tackle anxiety and pain together. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, and you're right. It does. And especially right now with, with what we've all gone through in the last couple of years, uh, it's not easy. Yeah. Our, oh, uh, I know. I wish I could go to Ukraine and take a whole bunch of marijuana to the people there. <laughs> no kidding. We could just, like, roll some joints and drop over, like, a million joints over and, you know, let them all relax <laughs> a little. <laughs> I know. And maybe the soldiers, too, so they can sleep at night, the ones that are off duty and, you know, get a good night's sleep instead of always being alert and... We'd have on, to drop you know, like our, though, just knock them out. 
Yeah, maybe uh, you know, do some heavy duty bubble wrapping with some tinctures and send it over. <laughs> right. There you go. So great yeah. to do that. So so Excellent. great. But um, marijuana has just helped so many people, and I'm getting them off their opioids or lowering the dose or helping them, you know, get off of certain medications that have side effects. So. Yeah, it's wonderful. And I can sleep through the night, and my restless legs are, you know, wait, you know, I don't have it anymore. I can sleep through the night without, uh, you know, wrecking the bed. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's rewarding, to say the least. And then, yeah. then you can heal. Then people's bodies can heal. You know, if you can't yes, sleep, yes. you can't. You can't heal. And that's, you know, that's huge. Right, that's right. Sleep is so critical to our well-being because we're detoxing the brain and some of our things that we dealt with that day, we're kind of putting it into a file system, like, do I need to keep that or I can file that for later? Oh, that that wasn't really relevant. And all the chemical exchanges that happen in the brain or, you know, that we're getting rid of the site, uh, the waste products. And, yeah, it's so critical to, to uh, well-being. Yeah. So it's it's great. Uh, marijuana can also help with sleep and depression too. So yeah. because yeah. lack of sleep can contribute to depression. So it's such a, an amazing plant. Amazing. It really plant. is. And I think we're still finding out more about it. That you know every we need more research in this country, but we're still we're finding out a lot from Israel and Canada and California and some of the states that have had early medical marijuana programs. So. Yeah, absolutely. So still, you know, still trucking after all this time, and I hope, uh, you know, 10 years from now there's another radio program to celebrate 20 years. Right, you betcha. You betcha. We'll be <laughs> plugging along. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Yeah, have any other doctors come on today? Yeah, we had uh, Dr. Regina Nelson. Uh, yeah, I heard her. I heard, then, uh, I heard her talking. Yeah, and Robert Platchorn was on first. Um, and he cool. he's a here in uh, helping senior citizens get their uh, cannabis and get familiar with uh, healing all their ailments. He did a wonderful video called "Should Grandma Smoke Pot?" If you haven't seen it, put okay. it on. You can. Okay, I will. I will. Um, right, well, yeah, I, know I, I got to get back to work, and you probably have more people to talk to. But congratulations on ten years. That's so amazing. Thank. You. Thank you so much All right. for being you with us. Take care, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you. That's one of our awesome doctors, Nancy. You can come visit her at Tumbleweed at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and check us out. If you want to get certified, you can do so, and you can get certified for the following conditions. Go to tumbleweedhealthcenter.com if you want to find out. You can book your appointment right there. If you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, all seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, and that runs the gamut, dementia, and everything in between, cachexia, cachexia, I don't know say it, Wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, all Parkinson's, all that good stuff. And, well, that's not good stuff, sorry. Also, if you're being treated for something and you don't see it on your list, but the medication you're taking is uh, causing something on the list, then by all means, you can get your medical card. 
If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. We'd love to hear from you. You can email thctucson at gmail.com. Um, there is, if you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, there's a little form at the bottom of the um, website. Uh, there's a little form you can fill out and say, hey, how's it going? Uh, we love you. We want some medical weed. Whatever it is you want Radio show, unit. Um, I can't, Cannabis Kid? Yes. I can't even believe it. Ten years. Ten years. Boom. Mind blow. Can you believe it? We were sitting in that thing, that room down the street. And I, and I said to you, I want you to be Cannabis Kid. And you were like, what? I was like, yep. And you are like, I can't if I can do it. You can do it. I'm so scared. Yeah, well, I think talking, but now, I mean, talking on yeah. the radio doesn't. It's not scary. Cause it isn't. And you know what? It's actually helped me in my other job getting on, like, and being able to talk. Yep. Um, I think hearing yourself, like, when you go back and listen to some of the radio shows, you yep. learn how to get better. And yep. I'm sure if, I mean, for those first few years I was going at it with you pretty, pretty hard. Pretty hard. And then, um, obviously, you know, work. Um, kind of got in the way, and um, so I wish I kind of would have kept up a little bit more, because it, it does help you grow as a person, yeah, and you're... It you're, keeps your mind fresh. Oh, you're, for sure. You're too on the ball, you mm-hmm. spot on. Yeah. Well, and then just being, keeping up with uh, news. the news, uh, current affairs uh, with cannabis, and what is it, current updates, and all the, all the information that goes yeah. with it. I mean, there's a ton of information. There is. There's science. There's, there's, you know. Yeah, news. Client, or not clients, but. Um, <coughs> oh, there's clients, there's science, there's all of it. Client, client science and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Strains and yeah. products and. Um, oh, there's, there's everything. There's yeah. a lot. And patients and all, all kinds of stuff that goes hand in hand with, with cannabis. And I think that's why it allows, yeah, education. That's why, you know, there's so many, it can be so much uh, to help out with jobs and things like that. I mean, because there is so much that it gives back. So, mm-hmm. yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. this is awesome. Candace Kid, it is awesome. You rock. And you guys rock. And thank you for being here. And thank you, Tumbleweed Health Center and Studio C, always, for hosting our show. Um, and thanks to our sponsors. Um, all of our sponsors, and thanks to all our friends in town, and all of our friends, just our friends who mm-hmm. love and support this, and um, thank you, Bestie, for 10 years of listening in, doing yeah. 65 days of Christmas year, I think. Yeah, that's it. So, mm-hmm. um, we love you, and, you know, we've gotten top honors We every once in a while. I'll get an email that says, hey, you've been recognized as one of the top podcasts in the entire world. 
from my low-income family that was that were struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 